the show. Alright, welcome to episode 109 of Uncle Steve's Iron Maiden Zone. On this week's episode, I have got another Iron Maiden story for you. It's amazing to think that there's another Iron Maiden story. They're just, they just keep coming, and uh, so I gotta keep putting them out. You must like them. And this time, the story you are going to hear, it's a young man that found Iron Maiden in a pretty cool way. Now, you're probably thinking that last week Matt wasn't here. Sounds like he's not here again. So this week, in place of Matt, I have a very special treat for you guys. From, how would you say this? From England all the way to Australia, Western Australia, I have Kirsty Prince on the line. Kirsty, how are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you? Doing very well, doing very well. I appreciate you uh, coming on on such a short notice because I know I just got a hold of you about an hour ago or so. <laughs> yeah, it's always a pleasure. Yeah, and you know, and Kirsty, I hate to tell you this, I hate to you know ruin the fun already, bring us down. But okay. Matt, but Matt's here with us too. Hi, Matt. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Hey, Matt. <laughs> Uh, Matt, Matt was a little late to the party uh, earlier. I was trying to get – normally I'm off on Mondays again. I, I, I've been working – being off on Mondays, and t this week I I got the shaft a little bit and had to work – I got to work tomorrow. So I was like, I got to get this stuff done quick. So, um, But I do appreciate you, Kirsty, coming on. And, Matt, I appreciate you because you called me and you were just like, yeah, I'll come on right now. So, no worries. So um, – this guy that I've got on here, I'm not I don't ever tell who's on there first, but his favorite Iron Maiden album of the new era, of the maybe I should say it this way, of the new frontier is Dance of Death. So I thought maybe No, no. <laughs> so, favorite. No, 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 I'm not gonna do it. No, 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 no. That's that he's now this he'll know who it is as soon as he hears this, but he's he recently said that's one of the best. Iron Maiden songs, no, like period. And I'm going, okay. no, New Frontier is not. Because I, I, I had made a comment that I thought it was probably one of the low points of the album. I don't hate the song, but, you know, compared to everything else. And he said, oh, no, it's one of their best. So in in, in honor of, of him, I, I figured each of us can uh, name our favorite three songs on short notice. Because I just hit y'all with this about a minute ago. On Dance of Death. So, Matt, you get to go first. What is your... No, I, I, I think Kirsty should go first. Yeah, are you trying to... Okay. Ladies, <laughs> ladies, ladies first. We need a bit longer to think. Yes, that's why oh, I was no, trying I, to hit him. <laughs> okay, well, it's it's very short notice, so I might not stand by this tomorrow, but uh, as it stands... Or in a year. Um, my top three would be <laughs> Rainmaker, Passchendaele, and Face in the Sand. Ooh. Good call. That's a good call. Rainmaker is awesome, so... Uh, as are the others, uh, Matt, what would you say? Uh, I would agree on Passchendaele. That's if I had to say, I like a song off this album, uh -huh. I would pick that. Um, 
I also I do like New Frontier as well, and I would also go with Face in the Sand. Wait a minute! You just picked like. you just picked New Frontier. Yeah, I did. Is I didn't want to say anything. <clears throat> it's my top three. Correct. I thought okay. Matt, now, Matt. I thought you had said that. Now, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, but maybe in our private conversations, you've said this. I thought this was your least favorite of the new era. This album. Yeah, for me it is. Okay, so, okay. Do you want me to tell you my, I've told you my thoughts before, but what I really thought when this album came out? Sure. Well, wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on. Kirsty, is this okay with you? Oh, yeah. That, no, I, don't, <laughs> I don't want Kirsty dissing me. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Go ahead. So this is the only time that I've ever thought that if this is the best that they've got, they should give it away. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, I was conscious. I still remember exactly where I was because mm-hmm. I was living in Melbourne at the time, driving around, mm-hmm. listening to it, and I was kind of done with it. It's just the album that really – I don't listen to it. Wow. It's rare. I might listen to a song or two, but, but apart from Passchendaele and these other couple, but especially Passchendaele. Passchendaele's great. Mm-hmm. But the rest of this album just does nothing for me. Okay. Okay. That's under- I mean, hey, we all like what we like and we <clears> – <throat> don't like what we don't like or whatever. So I don't dislike it. I just don't listen to it. Sure. It's not. Yeah. So for me, um, wait, one other question, Matt, where would you rank Senjutsu in the top out of the, all the albums so far? Well, that's interesting because I still haven't listened to it. all. <laughs> okay. Of the four songs I've heard, uh, would you rank it better than dance of death? The four songs you've heard? Yes, I would. Okay. Okay. If, if I had only heard one song, I would have put it above this. I think. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, Kirsty. That's okay. <laughs> okay. So for me, I will say my top three. It's 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 really interesting because I figured that more, we I would have more in common with both of you on this, but um, we do have a trifecta on uh, Passchendaele because that's definitely a top of three. Um, we have a a, a dual effort here with me and Kirsty on face in the sand. And I'm the loner who's going to pick Montsegur. I absolutely love Montsegur. So, so that's my three. Yeah, that's reasonable. I thought about Montsegur when I was trying to pick three. So, well, and, and Rainmaker is very, it's the, I think it's the shortest song. Yeah. I'm looking at it here. It's the shortest song on the album by a few seconds. And it's definitely super. It's just quick. It's catchy. I love the chorus. You know, it's, it's very good song. So okay, I'm gonna now I'm gonna hit you both with one that uh, I didn't tell Kirsty about. I'm not gonna check with Kirsty on this. I'm just gonna ask her, Kirsty. Okay. Yeah. T- t- if you were choosing, if you were ranking these songs one through eleven, because there's eleven, what songs would you put at ten and eleven? Um, New Frontier. Okay. And Age of Innocence. Oh, wow. Age of Innocence. Okay. Okay. I would not have expected that. Okay. Even though, you know, I, it's not top of the line, but I get it. Matt, what would you say are your 10 and 11? As the two worst songs off this album. Well, I was trying not to use that word, but yeah. Not worse. Sorry. Uh, least strongest. Least perhaps. strongest. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, it would make them a pillar of strength there if they're, if they're at the bottom. But... Uh, I would say Wildest Dreams and No More Lies. Oh, Matt. Have you ever heard uh, Death on the Road, Matt? Yeah, I have. 
No more lies on no more lies on death on a road uh totally changed that song for me. So I'm happy to hear that. Happy to hear that to you. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I got. Okay, okay. That's okay. Um, Let the hate begin. Oh no, no. I I've this this character that's on the uh the his that you're gonna hear his story, he's uh we've been going back and forth quite a bit in the past week on Dance of Death. And I like I like the album. It's just not if I'm ranking all of the new albums one through six, this is this is closing in near the lower half of six, the very almost lowest, if that makes sense. And for me, if I was choosing my two lowest favorites, which I could probably sing all the words to both of them, is I'm going to agree with both of you on one of these. Kersey, I'm agreeing with you on New Frontier. Mm-hmm. And Matt, I am agreeing with you on Wildest Dreams. I thought you might. <clears throat> I feel like... Okay. Do, I, I feel, actually like Wildest Dreams. Do you? Yeah. Do you think that Wildest Dreams... Do you think that there's... Okay, Kirsty. Mm. I feel like Wildest Dreams is probably the weakest opener on any Iron Maiden album from start to finish. Well, maybe, but I still really like it. <laughs> I like the but, message. I like the message of the song. I will say that I do like that. What don't you like about the song, Steve? Uh, it's a little too happy for me. The chorus, you know. Uh, uh, yeah. You know, the, I'm, I'm trying to think of because that's the one. That says, I'm going to organize some changes in my life. It just sounds like it's, it's really on a uppity happy. The whole song is kind of that way. Yeah, and it, it just doesn't appeal. And I just. You know, and the other thing I the, the, to me, and, and I love Nico, but I don't like the way they let him start the song to open the album. I, I just don't think that's a good, but it is what it is. So, <clears throat> what, what was that opening again? I forgot. He's like, it one, two, one, two, three, four. <laughs> 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 yeah. It has got a good solo in it, though. Probably. That's one thing about it that I do like, but the rest of the song. Well, you know, the apparition from Fear of the Dark has a good solo in it, too. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember. Uh, I think I blocked it out. Yeah. I just know when I reviewed it, I'm, I can't believe Kirsty doesn't remember this. When I reviewed it. No, I remember you say, I don't remember what the apparition sounds like because it's been so long since I've here, listened to it. I'll, 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 I'll give you, you a little me? bit of it. Now I'm here. Can you see me? Cause I'm out on my own. Cause I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. Uh, but, but that, but that's the funny thing is because I always felt like Weekend Warrior and sorry Andrew and um, and the uh, Apparition were so weak. But when I listened to them, like they both have really good solo musical sections in them and stuff. So, so that's I not what we're mind. hearing. I don't mind Weekend Warrior. It's not great, but it gets a lot of. I think it gets a badder rap than what it's worth. Yeah, I I was telling y'all earlier I listened to the Halloween episode and at the very end of it I did Weekend Warrior. <laughs> <laughs> and then at the very end of it, I was listening to it. Me and me and Sarah were in there listening to it, and um, and and at the very end, I, I I like said Andrew's name in the end of it. I can't remember how the how the song's. I said I was like, "You ain't that way anymore, Andrew," or something. <laughs> it just made me laugh because I I hadn't heard that episode in a long time, and when I was hearing that, it just cracked me up. So, so um, a couple of real quick things. Uh, if you like hearing Iron Maiden stories and you would like to do your Iron Maiden story, email me at ironmaidenpodcast at gmail.com. That is how I met Kirsty, and that's how I met Matt. 
if you would like to get a free Uncle Steve's Iron Maiden's own shirt or hoodie, along with unreleased Iron Maiden stories and other things, you can go and sign up to be a patron at patreon.com slash Uncle Steve's Iron Maiden's own. There's different categories and tiers, whatever they call it, and more to come on there. Um, if you'd like to buy a shirt or some other type of item, you can go to tpublic.com and in the search bar type Uncle Steve Iron Maiden Zone and put it in quotations and you'll find me. Uh, I'm trying to do this really fast. Uh, there's two Facebook pages for my podcast. Um, not a lot goes on there because no one really participates much. Don McIntyre is probably my best participant there. He posts things every now and then, but that doesn't get a lot. Of, it's not like other Facebook groups I've seen, which is fine. Uh, the Twitter account, which is where you will find me all the time, and you'll find Kirsty quite a bit. And Matt shows up like every couple of weeks. <laughs> cameo, yeah, cameo appearance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to pay twenty five dollars, and you'll get a cameo from Matt on there. <clears throat> aren't you available for? Aren't you on the cameo website as well, Matt? Uh, if there's enough demand, yeah, but there's a dollar I'll follow. <laughs> <laughs> um, but if you go to Facebook or Twitter and look up Uncle Steve's Iron Maiden Zone, you'll find me there. So I have a question for you, Kirsty. Yep. In the last week, what have you been listening to? Oh, it's been a bit of an Adrian Smith week for me because um, Better Days came out on November the 5th. Okay. The track for the EP that's about to come out. Okay. When does that new EP come out? Um, it's a record store day, so I think it's the end of this month. Okay, okay. And, um, yeah, it's such a great song. And it's a typical Adrian song. I listened to it once and just before work, and then I was humming it all day. Yeah. And then it made me want to play the whole Smith Cotson album. Okay. And then, as always, I started listening to Primal Rock Rebellion because I probably play that most weeks. That's uh, another oh. Adrian Smith band. Okay. Any particular? Uh, Primal they've only Rock, got the one album. They've only got the one album. I was gonna, yeah. I yeah, was trying. I was trying to think that out in my head. So yeah, yeah. I wish there was more because I'm really wearing that one out. Can I ask you a question about that? <clears throat> yep. Because I've I've talked to Steve. He told me that you were you were into that. So that's something that I've tried to go back to every few years, and I could just never get into it. And then I listened to it a few months ago, and I think I'm okay with the music, but the guy singing. I seem to have a problem with. What do you think of his vocals? Yeah, obviously, um, I wasn't ready for it. The first time I played it, I was not prepared for that. I thought, what is this? It's like a metal album. That's mm -hmm. not usually what Adrian does as a side project. Okay. Um, I actually put it away. I did. I thought I didn't like it, and I put it away. And then I heard Tortured Tone on YouTube. Mm -hmm. And then I went back and tried it again. And for some reason, I just liked the every gel. song. And it's, oh, okay. I'm really into it now. Because you were basically the reason I gave it another try. I was like, because oh, I've never heard anyone else talk about it or read reviews or anything. I was like, well, I'll give it another try. But he just seems real alternative. He was the the vibe I kind of got from the, the singing. So I don't know whether it's just something. That, I mean, it's been out for a long time. Yeah, it's not for everyone. No. So and then one more, just to make out that I don't only listen to Adrian Smith. <laughs> um, so my streaming platform then suggested a band called Primordial which okay. is an Irish extreme metal band. So there was kind of similar vocals. They've been around since the 80s, but I'd never listened to them. And I heard this song called To Hell or The Hangman. And I really enjoyed that. So I'm going to be checking that band out more. Okay. okay. In the next week. Interesting. 
Interesting. Lots of Adrian Smith. I <clears throat> have to admit here that uh, I haven't heard the new Adrian Smith song in full yet. I've heard bits and pieces of it. So, And there's a video as well. Now, is the EP, do you know how many songs are going to be on the EP when it comes out? Yes, there'll be four, including that one. So there's okay. three new songs to come. Cool. cool. And do you know the time frame of that, Kirsty? Because the song I heard sounded like it could have slotted onto the Smith Cotson album pretty easily. He's asking when was it re- if it was recorded separately or not. I think I read that they did maybe two back then and then two when they got back together after COVID, but I'm not oh. sure. Okay. Oh, okay. Now, Matt, I, I, I'm always nervous to ask Matt what he's listening to because <laughs> he, he, he was listening to Motorhead a few weeks ago. So what are you listening to? Yeah. What have you been listening to, Matt? <laughs> are you okay with Motorhead, Kirsty? I listened to that track, and Steve said that he only listened to the first half of it. Uh-huh. He listened to the wrong half. The second half's banging. <laughs> You're exactly right. It's funny that you said that, because that's what I did today again. Go to the store oh, no. and back. <laughs> All the way there. I wanted to get to something else, and I couldn't do it. I had to keep playing it over and over and oh, over. Oh, no. <laughs> so I'm, I'm still hooked on that. I love that. Make my day. It really does. But, no, I've listened to a couple of other things over the last couple of weeks. So I don't know if you're familiar with this, Kirsty. I know I've mentioned it to you, Steve. Um, the Almighty, do you know anything or much about them? Yes. Because you do? Didn't they not support Iron Maiden sometimes? They did. And that's yeah. probably why I got into them to start with, uh, I believe. But no, um, Crank by Almighty, I think that's going back to maybe 94. I don't know if it's early 90s anyway. So I'd been listening to that a fair bit. Um, it's a band I always wished I could have seen and found out. Have you ever heard of Screaming Jets? I'm guessing that you probably have. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So Screaming Jets, local Australian band. I only found out recently that um, they had the Almighty coming out and tour with them at one point in Australia. So it's kind of dark that I'd missed out on that. But other than that, uh, I was talking to you about this, Steve, earlier this week. Um so, like, I have a go-to album when I, I was telling you when I just want to reset everything and kind of go back to a default. And it was Samson. So, and I was thinking about it today, that I've probably listened to this album more than anything else as far as a full album this year, I believe. Uh, Shock Tactics. Shock Tactics. And, yep. And I think that... Oh, sorry, not Shock Tactics. Yeah, it is Shock Tactics, sorry. This is almost a... Um, <clears throat> Every song was the winner on this. I can't think of anything that I don't really... Even some of the weaker songs, I still really like. And I was telling you, I, I kind of wondered what Samson would have done if Bruce had to stay with them. Sure. But then, of course, the flip side of that is well, Maiden would be a very different band. Weren't they a little kind of jokey? Samson, uh, they had their little shtick. Because they had the drummer all dressed up in leather and all that. The the what what's the word they use? Uh, the, uh, thunderstick. Yeah, they had yeah. thunderstick, but he was. Oh, what, what what do they call that guy in Pulp Fiction? The one that's dressed like that, the, the, gimp. the gimp. Yeah, the gimp. <laughs> yeah, he had his little mask on. But yeah. I don't. It's not a. Um, it was a serious band. Yeah. And so of the two albums that Bruce was on, there was Head On and and Shock Tactics. Uh, the second one from 81 was Shock Tactics, and that's the one I, that I prefer the most. Uh, the other one's got some decent songs on it, but that's probably okay. – that'll be my favorite for the week, I believe. And I did try to listen to some Blaze as well, but I wanted to listen to live Blaze. 
But the problem I have with live blaze, and it doesn't seem to matter what it is, I can't hear the bass. Hmm. And I've, I've talked to you about this before, and that's the problem that I had on the latest album as well. There's just not enough low end on it for me. Yeah. Like, I like the songs. Sure. But then maybe it's, <clears throat> I don't know, if, if I ever got to see him live in concert for real, yeah. you know, I'm sure it would sound very different. But that was my three, because I was listening to live in, I think it was Czechoslovakia, live in Czech okay. from just last year. Yeah. But no, that's my three, because I like all those songs on there. I just wish I could hear a fuller version of them. That's gotcha. my fav- three favorites for the week. Okay. Well, for me, um, I've been listening to an album that you're not very familiar with, Matt. Um, Kirsty's probably pretty familiar with it, but I'm, I'm, I'm a hundred percent sure you're not. It's called Senjutsu. (laughs) (laughs) So I've heard of it. Yeah. So I have a question for you and this may be, if this may be way too personal. So if it is, you can just tell me to shut up. But, uh, when do you think that you'll be able to listen to it? Oh, uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I know, I know that it's tied to your dad, so I just don't it know. Is. And, and I don't know, you know, I, I haven't been through that, so I can't really, I can empathize, but I can't sympathize, whichever one of those. And I just, I'm like going, there's gotta be a certain spot where you, where you say, or, or do you wait a year or do you, I don't know. I've never thought about a time frame on it. I I did go back and listen to the first three songs during the week, and then I was like, "Do I want to listen any further?" And I, I just don't want to. I don't want to listen to it right now. I'm, I'm kind. Of, I've got some other things going on, and it was like, I just sure. don't want to do it. Kirsty, when when uh, when Matt was with me a couple weeks ago, and we were driving because I can't. I've, I've said to him multiple times, "Hey, if we get in the car, we'll just go on an 82 minute drive, me and you, and you can listen to it." The first time you get to hear it'll be with me. I thought that'll be. What 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 does Matt love to make? <laughs> a memory. A I'll memory. Yes. Or surprises, but I'm glad you didn't surprise me with that memory. Well, no, I wouldn't have done it without your without your yeah, agreement, I, but uh, you almost did. If you recall, I had to pay somebody off. <laughs> no, no, you didn't have to pay Sarah off to. What was I, it? I think. What did I say? I said uh, she, she wanted candy. Yeah, and you said to her something about, well, if you can get Matt to listen to Sinjutsu, <laughs> I'll get you the candy. And I was like, you know what, Sarah, I'll bypass all this. Yeah, you so bought I the, candy. the candy, so yeah. I didn't have to listen to it. Yeah, <laughs> but I really, I really tried, Kirsty. But then I kept, I kept thinking to myself, I couldn't try that hard because I thought, I know this is more than just, you know, it's not just a goof. Yeah. You know, it's it's, it's not going anywhere. Yeah, and it, it, it's it's serious. And I thought, you know, I'm, I'm trying to be respectful. But at the same, trying to trying to be a little pushy, so I was a little pushy, but not you know I I was just like, how about we just listen to the the next song, just one song, just give me one. He wouldn't he wouldn't even give me one. I was like, the next one's the shortest one on the album, one more. But then I run the risk, maybe I wouldn't enjoy it just because of my headspace and all that, and I didn't want that could to, be yeah to so, cloud it. Yeah, I got you. So okay, so I wanted to ask that um, the other two. And, and really, I didn't have to narrow this down to two because these are the only three albums I've listened to all week. The second one was, um, <clears throat> it's a Judas Priest just put the box set out and there is a live album on it from 1991. It's live in Irvine, California, 1991, which was the Painkiller Tour, which oddly enough, that's the only tour I've ever seen by Judas Priest was the Painkiller Tour. But uh, I've listened to that. And the other one I've listened to and the album I've listened to by far the most this week is the same one that I played a song from last week, uh, the self-titled album from 
uh, that progressive band, Crimson Glory. I've just been wearing it out. Me and my wife went to do a, a walking trail yesterday. And she's like, I'm going to walk. It's a six-mile trail. And she said, I'm going to walk a mile and a half and turn around and come back because she's having some problems with her hip. And I said, okay. And so I brought my headphones. I said, I'm going to try to jog some of the rest of it. And like half a mile in, she just was like, my leg's hurting too bad. I got to turn around. So I'm like, I got five and a half miles now. So I just put the headphones on and and I had five and a half miles to walk and run. And I just decided I'm going to jog for one song, walk for one song. Sometimes I'd get lucky and the, the jogging song would be three minutes and the walking one would be six and a half. But I, I went through the whole album twice. So by the time I got around to the second half of it, I was running in the seven minute song and walking in the three minute song. So, but, but the longer I did lonely? it, huh? Were you lonely doing that run? Oh no, no. I, <laughs> lonely. Is this a joke? Lonely and low. Oh, Kirk, I think Kirsty got it. Are you talking about the, the Crimson Glory song called lonely? No, it wasn't. That's okay though. Uh, oh, you think I am a man who walks alone. Yeah, no, really. because you're running along when I'm walking a dark road. Yeah, yeah you know what? You it go. was at night. I was strolling through a park. <laughs> uh, Kirsty's on the ball. You'll catch up. Yeah, you know that's the y'all foreigners. You got better education than me. Remember? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, I've been wearing that album out, and uh, it's. Let me ask you, Kirsty, and you may you may not say something I like, but did you hear that song that I played last week? Yes. What, did, did yeah, you I li- might not say something you like. It was okay. Yeah, okay. I just, what did you think of his range? How high he sang? Did it? Or do you it's care? It's a brilliant range, but yeah. I was, just wasn't really into it. Okay. Sorry that's, about that. That's okay. That's okay. But I, oh man, I've just been wearing it out. I've been there. There's some, and I, I saw those guys in concert on uh, December 31, 1989. So it's easy to remember the date, (laughs) but, um, okay. So that's what we've been listening to. Okay, Kirsty, I have a question for you. Yep. Do you know what time it is now? I think it's time for some audience participation. You got it. She got it, right, Matt? She's on the ball, like I said. All right. Now it's time for a little bit of audience participation. Okay, so last week's episode was Iron Maiden Stories installment 30. Kirsty, do you remember which installment you were on? Number six. You were number six. That's right. That's right. She got the she got one of the best numbers, right, Matt? Indeed. I'm pretty sure that I whoever got number six and whoever got number seven, those are the only episodes where I was inserting the seven deadly sins kind of stuff and the you are number six. So 
So last week's episode, again, installment 30. That amazes me that there have been 30 of them already. That's a lot. That's a lot of people. Mm, is it? Well, do you need more? Well. I need I need more. I don't know. Ask Kirsty. Does Kirsty need more? I'd love to hear some more. All right. All right. So, uh, Matt, what do they do? I told them already, but maybe you can remind them. What do they have to do? Well, I would get a story together, put a little bit of detail, so it makes it easier for you mm-hmm. if you've got questions, and send it to ironmaidenpodcast at gmail.com. Yes, indeed. And you would probably get back to them pretty quickly, like you did to me. Yeah. And then within a month or so, maybe you'll hear yourself on this show. Yeah. <laughs> Is that it? Was that good enough? Can I stay again next week? <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Um, we'll see. I'll have to talk to Kirsty and see if she thinks you need to be on administrative leave. Well, I'll yeah, tell you what, because I, I, I could easily have done that. <laughs> <laughs> I was just say, without any practice, I thought I did. Okay. You did good. You did good. Yeah. Yeah. That's um. I, I got a story. I, I got an email from somebody the other day, and he said, he said, "Hey, are you still accepting Iron Maiden stories?" And I was like, my reply was, "I am always accepting Iron Maiden stories." So, mm-hmm. so he emailed me his very promptly after that. So, so he is on the. Uh, he's on. We're, me and him already have a date scheduled and everything. So that's good too. Um. So the people that shared the episode last week were, I'm starting off with this one, the Sassanac in Falkirk, Scotland, UK, my buddy, Andy, our buddy, Andy, um, then dude, Dave, dude, dude in the USA, <laughs> um, Jesse, the delivery guy in Illinois, he shared that, I don't know if y'all have noticed this, but there is a new scouser that has been sharing recently in Liverpool from Liverpool, England, UK, David Laird. Okay. Kirsty, I'm going to, I want you to say this for Matt because I don't remember what city were you from in England? Oxford. Oxford. Now, how far was Oxford from Liverpool? Quite far. Okay. Okay. (laughs) So it was a distance. Okay. Yep. Now the lady on the line, she shared it as well, Kirsty, from Oxford, England, but living in Western Australia, Kirsty Prince, and the Potter Than Hell podcast. And my guest last week, Steve Wright, he is the host. He's one of the hosts on that show, Potter Than Hell. They shared it as well. And I've changed it up a, a little bit from the way I was doing it, Matt. If you, I don't know if you heard it or not, but I'm now if someone does a, a tweet, if they retweet it and they write something, I'm try, I'm reading what they write because sometimes we get some interesting stuff. I listened to the show. I knew you were okay. doing that. Making sure. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what's. I don't know what you do here. So, you know, I don't know if you're just on here for the glory. <laughs> for, I don't know if you're on here for the power or for the glory or for the memories or for the money. Well, let's rule out one of those. You're a soldier for my podcast. <laughs> what's the difference? All the same. It ain't the money. You know, did you, did did nobody get that? I got yeah. it. Okay. We all got just it. Just making sure. We just didn't think it was, we, we just didn't think it was funny. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Sarah says to me all the time. We we were out with somebody some people we were out with my wife and her friend eating earlier and I kept saying things and she just I'd be laughing and she goes, Dad, no one thinks it's funny. And I just say, I don't yeah. look as long as I'm laughing, I said, I'm enjoying myself. I could care less. So Exactly. So the quote tweets, I uh, got one from T Jones in Arizona. He shared it and he said, and if you listen to the episode, you'll know why he said this. 
He said he didn't get, uh, he said, I'm wondering why he didn't, when he's talking about Steve, I'm wondering why Steve didn't get his ear flushed out before the Iron Maiden show, which makes sense. <laughs> uh, I'll have to ask, I, I don't know why I didn't ask Steve that either, because uh, after I read that, I just thought, yeah, that would have been a good question. What were you thinking? Hmm. Um, another Liverpool scouser, Don McIntyre, he said, don't be intimidated by the length of, Listen in segments if you wish. The conversation is great, and any talk about other bands is absolutely relevant. Um, did, did y'all hear the ending part? Uh, actually, Kirsty, don't answer that because I know Matt hasn't heard the ending part yet. So I was going to ask about the ending part. And well, Kirsty, did you enjoy the ending part? Yes. Okay. Good. Good. You could. I'll, I'll have that finished tomorrow. I didn't get the to start listening to Friday afternoon. So I'm about halfway. Hey, you know what? You've listened to my, if you're listening to that, but you haven't listened to Senjutsu. So I, I'll give you credit. You know I mean? You, <laughs> priorities. Priorities. You know what I mean? I mean, you're, you're putting me above Iron Maiden at this point. So I can, no, I'm kidding. Well, that's how I'm staying on here, isn't it? <laughs> the head honcho, the king of mole, y'all. <laughs> and Kirsty, Okay. I got to say this. I, I know you didn't see this, uh, Matt, but, um, Kirsty posted some video the other day on Twitter and she goes, this guy toward the end really remind. he sounds just like me, uncle Steve. And I'm going, so, okay. I watched it. And I was like, after the whole thing was over, I was just like, okay, wait, when does he sound like me? I'm waiting. I'm still waiting. <laughs> when he's being Texan. Yeah. I, I, I could, but I was just messing. Of course he doesn't sound like it me. was funny. Cause, cause yeah, he would get, but, but I, I mean, I did notice the real, you know, the howdy doody kind of old talk thing like that, <laughs> which is funny. But I was just like, there's obviously a lot. I was trying to kind of pay attention to what he was saying about Perth. And I guess they're, they just keep flip. What's the proper term, Matt? Waffling. They kind of keep waffling okay. back and forth about what they want to do. I guess that's the whole gist of it. So, um, It's basically about all the states in Australia arguing about their different Mm. COVID rules. Yeah. Oh, okay. Which of course I wouldn't want to get into. But you know what? I will say on on just that, I will say it, it's quite the same over here in different parts of the country as well. So, so back to this here, so we don't get into that. Um, let's see here. Uh, the Metal Gods podcast. They said yet another great edition of Uncle Steve's show, and they said thank you for the shout out, friend. Which thank you guys for sharing it, and thank you. Uh, oh, by the way, while, while you're on that, so they've got a new listener now, and that's thanks to you. Okay. So, uh, uh, George and Tom, I hope you hear that. Uh, I'll be waiting for my check. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and now, and, and I know you probably heard this, Matt, and you're probably really disappointed that this happened. Something big new development happened last week while you were gone. Mm, what was that? I have to, I have to say it the way I kind of, I had to write this part down because it was very, it's very important. For the second week in a row, all the way from Garvog, Northern Ireland, not only does he win elections, but the Honorable Councillor Richard Holmes of the Ulster Unionist Party, again this week, has won the very coveted title, Matt, of Comment of the Week with this. He's getting it done. With this doozy. I love how he incorporated some music. Last week he won it. By uh, what do you say? Uh, banter, banter everywhere. Thanks to Uncle Steve or something. He he had a lyric in it, and and you know I'm all about throwing lyrics. So he said, "Potter than hell ain't a bad place." So you know, 
from Hell Ain't a Bad Place to Be by ACDC. Mm-hmm. So I liked that. So he said, Potter than Hell Ain't a Bad Place. Another barnstormer and memories of record stores and album cover and searching for that rare Japanese import. So congratulations, counselor. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm really digging this Richard Holmes guy. I, I, keep, I told Sarah today, I said, hey, man, do you know that I'm friends with a politician? <laughs> I said, what I'm hoping is that his party will, he'll, 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 he'll tout me up to his party over there and then they'll fly me in all the way from America to be a guest speaker. <laughs> all the, Are they going to find out that you're anti-establishment at one point though? Anti-establishment? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. All I, <laughs> all I know. I, I don't do what people tell me. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a rebel, so he knows that. If you're an Iron Maiden fan, aren't we all rebels? At some point, apparently, yes. So, the but I said, and then they'll get me there, and when they realize they fly, they, they flew me in and see what an idiot I am, they're going to be like, okay, we'll definitely pay to get this guy out of here. So, I said, I can, I can have a trip, and then I'll drink. Oh gosh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say this, Matt, on here. Uh, I'm gonna probably offend a lot of beer drinkers from um, the Irish state. I'll go over there and I'll drink my very first. Guinness. <laughs> have you a new one well, for you? Yeah. That's the best place to do it, I suppose. That's that's what mm-hmm. I'm thinking. I, I It's a lovely dream that you're having. You know, you got a dream. You never know when something stupid will happen for me. You never know. One of these days, uh, you know, maybe maybe someone wins the lottery and they're like, you know what? I want Uncle Steve to be here and record an episode with me. <laughs> I, I was just thinking that your dream could become their nightmare. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> And no one could, well, the dream became the nightmare. No one could hear me scream. What song is that? No one. That's from Wasp. Okay. Yeah. I was trying to remember, you know, there's too many lyrics up here. I got the lyric. I just couldn't remember the, that's um, uh, uh, the great misconception of me. That's right. Okay. Okay. Did I redeem myself, Matt? Yeah, you did. Okay. Okay. Well, Matt, hold on tight. Cause I have a question that I have to ask Kirsty real quick. Mm-hmm. Kirsty. Yes. Are you ready to rock? Let's rock. All right, welcome to Uncle Steve's Iron Maiden Zone. I'm here with yet another Iron Maiden story. And this one is from a guy from the younger generation, at least to us old guys. So (laughs) I have Justin in Florida on the line with me. Justin, how are you, sir? I'm good. How you doing, Steve? Doing well, doing well. Um, I appreciate you sending your story in. Thank you for uh, doing that and coming on, man. Of course. Of course. All right. So... I'm going to get right into it here with you. We've been chatting for a little bit, and um, I know you have a young baby at home, so your time could be limited here. <laughs> so, yeah, 
I will do my best. <laughs> yeah. So I said you're from the younger generation. So right off the bat, uh, uh, how old are you? 33. 33. Okay. So let me do my math here. That puts you being born in like a 98, is that 88? Yeah. 88. 88. Okay. Okay. Seventh son. Okay. Yeah. That makes it easy. So, mm -hmm. so the year you were born was the first year I ever saw Iron Maiden in concert. <laughs> wow. Uh, that's funny. Make me feel young. I yeah. like that. There you go. <laughs> so, um, okay. I, I was looking through your email and I wrote down some questions like I do with people. So, there were some interesting things here that you wrote. And, and um, the first thing I was thinking is when I read it, I was like, you know, most people have a time that they remember not knowing who Iron Maiden was and then they heard them. But your story is a little different. So when do you remember first being aware of Iron Maiden? Ooh, uh, first being aware, I, I guess probably maybe four or five. <laughs> That's probably, I mean, it, there was never a time that I wasn't listening to Iron Maiden. I mean, obviously you're, you know, you're under four years old. You don't really remember a lot. But, sure, uh, sure, sure. It and was always being played. Yeah. Yeah. So you told me, well, okay. Who would you say you had two people that kind of introduced you to Iron Maiden? Who were those two people? Yeah, my, my, my father and my uncle, but um, mainly my uncle, he was the big metal head in the family. Okay. And although they brother, were they brothers, your dad and your uncle, they brothers? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, so you had an uncle, first of all, I think it's cool because the whole reason I called my podcast, uncle Steve, instead of just saying Steve's Iron Maiden zone or whatever is because we always have somebody that introduces us to music. And for me, it was like I had cousins that were, you know, yeah. some people have brothers or sisters, some people have uncles. And so I was just like, and uncles, you know, like I heard a lot of people say, oh yeah, my uncle John was, you know, I... <laughs> I went to his house and he had all these records and it was the same thing with what Joe said uh, a couple weeks ago. He uh, had an uncle that he was, or aunt and uncle, he was at their house and he had a big record collection. And so, so yeah. do you remember, what's the first time, let's see, what is the first Iron Maiden song that you are aware, like that you were kind of remember hearing? Oh, The Trooper. Uh, that's easy. Okay. That's easy. My uncle used to play that all the time. Okay. Um, that's cool. That's a that's a that's a good first one to <laughs> Yeah, it certainly is. It's it's catchy. You know they did a show on VH1 a few years ago about metal. I can't remember what it was called, but the the song that opened every episode was The Trooper. They were like that's like yeah. a super definitive metal song. So Yeah, it's got that driving beat right in the beginning. It's it just kicks off. Yeah. Right yeah. away. Yeah. So you said that um your uncle, that you and him had a similar taste in style of Maiden music. So what, what would you say that your style of Maiden music that you were, you and your uncle were both into? Uh, probably more the progressive stuff. Uh, so that's why he was really into the Seven Sons, Somewhere in Time, um, Power Slave a little bit. Okay. It's just more that he always loved keyboards and, and you know, like I said, big big metal head all the way back to, you know, deep purple and UFO and stuff like that. So sure. it was like that more progressive style. Um, and you know, my dad was also into that. So it made it super easy to transition for me. Oh yeah. That's cool. That's that, that makes it a lot easier when you have that have it coming from your, uh, from right in your house. <laughs> mm -hmm. Absolutely. Now see. So you said the trooper was the first song you heard. Do you remember what the first iron maiden album that you actually had was? Um, 
Well, I can tell you the first one that I went and purchased myself was Brave New World. Okay. Uh, but I had everything on tape and CD. Okay. So do you remember like your uncle yeah, maybe was, ever giving you anything when you were younger? Or? Oh, tons. He used to he used to make me mixtapes of all sorts of stuff. I you know uh, one of your uh, maiden stories a couple of weeks ago. You had somebody talking about Wasp. And, oh yeah, uh, it made me laugh because that was uh, something only me and him liked. Oh Animal man, Animal and raw, yeah, it's great stuff. But yeah, anything Thin Lizzy, Deep Purple, UFO, okay, um, Wasp, Skid Row, like literally all of it. Okay, so he'd send me mixtapes of all different songs. Yeah, um, and then of course Iron Maiden uh, albums. He would he would record some of them. He had the CDs. He had the records. Uh, but he liked to record the tapes for me because I had a tape player when I was a kid and it was a lot easier oh, know, yeah. back in the early nineties to do a tape. So, you know, we'd record things off radio and it was great. So I had so much to listen to. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah. I remember those days of having, I can remember my cousins would record like the, you mentioned wasp. I remember they recorded me the very first wasp album from vinyl to a cassette and that, those were the days, you know, you go home and you, and then you yeah. flip it over. There's another album on the other side. So that's when albums were yeah. a little shorter too. <laughs> yep. Yep. Absolutely. That's cool. So something, okay. There was something you mentioned and, and you, you told me before we started recording, you were like, Hey, I like the way you ask people questions. And I, like I told you, I said, it's always about what people send me. And yeah, cause some people send things that are just, it, that interest me when I read them. Like there was something you said about, okay. If, if I'm somewhere and my wife says something uh, that has anything like a song title in it. Like the other day she sends me, okay, even in text now, she says, are you going to be coming home soon? So immediately I go to YouTube and I send her, uh, I send her the song, Mama, I'm Coming Home. I send her, I send her Coming Home by Iron Maiden and I send her Coming Home by Kiss. (laughs) Just like, but if she was, if she was in the room with me, if she would have just said, well, what time do you think you'll be coming home? I would have just been like, you know, I would have probably started singing the lyrics right then. Yeah. And you said that you and your uncle, and this is, this is a segue that I want to tell you about that. Um, you said that y'all used to have this thing where y'all used to try to use song titles in conversation. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it was, uh, very difficult. It used to annoy my grandmother to no end. And, uh, but it was it was hilarious, yeah. Just trying to go back and forth and throw as many song titles as you can. Oh yeah, so. yeah. I'm trying to think if there was um well you saw the little thing that, that happened the other day on Twitter. It was this guy's mm-hmm. an accountant, you know, yeah. and we started putting accountant things into songs and, and the one my the one they said I, they liked the best that I came up with was can I do your taxes? <laughs> you know, so, <laughs> I love it. And I was like, I love doing stuff like that. And um, I've been, have, I had this idea. You can tell me, I mean, cause me and you, we chat on, um, on Twitter a good bit too. So I'll, I'll, instead of, instead of me asking you on Twitter, I'll just ask you right now and see what you think. I want to do a segment on my show or even maybe a whole episode or something where people have to write a story about Iron Maiden but the main thrust of all of the stuff has to have song titles. You know, okay. like you could be saying, hey, I was walking around and I met this guy who told me he was a seventh son of a seventh son. And I asked him, hey, can I play with Madness? And he said, you know, you're a stranger in a strange yeah. land trying to, you know, you must be a real trooper if you think you can, uh, 
you know, tame yeah. that land or something, you know, just like, just yeah. have to throw as many things as you possibly can in. And, um, cause I know sometimes to make it ha- have it make sense. Yeah. Yeah. Cause me and a, I have a friend that me and him used to do that and we would go back and forth and I'd say, well, I think I'm going to do this. And he'd go, man, you must be a really trooper. I said, yeah, I feel like a stranger in a strange land. And he'd be like, you know, he'd say, uh, like maybe now he would come back and say, oh, you know, well, you'd probably be lost in a lost world if you tried that or something. And I, yeah. I always love doing that with people, just going back and forth with song lyrics or, or you know, just yeah. so much yeah, fun. That's exactly but, what we used to do. So, no, that'd be a really cool idea. I like it. I like it too. I think it'd be fun. I think it, cause I try I, every, you know, it's like if someone posts a song lyric, like or the title of a song and then someone else will come down and say the next line. And then someone else comes down and say the next line. Um, Hold on one second. My daughter walked up here. What do you need? Hi. I'm talking to somebody right now. Do you need anything? Okay. Do you need me to change your diaper? <laughs> She's 14. <laughs> and I'm not going to edit this out, Sarah. So the more you're up here, the more bad things I'm going to say about you. I love you. <laughs> That's a true father right there. I like it. <laughs> yeah. Um, last night I was doing a, I'm doing this episode. It's like a Halloween episode where, where I, I tr- and I did it last year where I get kids to record what's supposed to be a scary version of lyrics. Like, you know, and so Sarah and um, I don't know if you've heard Kirsty in Australia, her story, but her daughter and Sarah, they were doing a call last night. And so while they were on the call, they just got to, after they were done, they got to talking and talking. And so, I was downstairs messaging Kirsty on F- Facebook Messenger, and we were going back and forth. And then, and then Sarah, I could hear Sarah upstairs saying, "We can see all of your messages on the screen." And I was like, "I don't care." So then I just started saying things like, "Oh, well, let me tell you something about Sarah." And I was like, "Sarah still wets the bed. Sarah still wears diapers, and just start, you know, Sarah picks her nose and eats what she pulls out." And I just start, yeah, just embarrass them as much as you can. Yeah, I just started saying funny things and. uh most of it was not true, but it was uh, just funny things to say. And uh, and then she was, as soon as I said, let me start telling you some things about Sarah, I could hear her upstairs going, no. <laughs> but um, let's see here. Uh, where was I at? Where were we at? Where were we at here? Um, oh, so I, I actually, I'm trying to keep that tradition alive. So I do that with my five-year-old as well. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she only knows a couple of song titles. So, you know, anytime I look at my hand and, you know, I don't wear a watch, but I'll look at it and go, Clara, do you know what time it is? And she'll say two minutes to midnight. Ah, there you and go. It's the cutest thing in the world. It, it's like, I got to teach her more song titles. But oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Every time. Yeah. Like I was telling um, Matt about this cover band I went and saw and I said, well, they played this song. And I said, the next song is a song you would want to hear, you know, maybe if you were feeling like a, uh, down depressed or lonely <laughs> you know just i, I love I, I so love doing that because there's so few people you can actually have those kind of conversations with because most yeah. people yeah, absolutely yeah most people just do not they're not aware of it at all so yeah i think you're crazy exactly exactly so so yeah i definitely want to do that i just i when you said it i've been thinking about doing it here lately and then when i read when i was rereading your um uh your email and i was like you said how you and your uncle did that. I was like, that's so cool, man. That's so cool. Yeah. So you said the first album you bought was Brave New World. Did you buy it? Do you remember this? Did you buy it right when it came out or was it after it was already out? Or do you remember? Right away. Immediately. <laughs> so so does that mean, because I, I always kind of find this experience neat is, so this was your first album to purchase when it came out. Do you remember any kind of build up to it? Because obviously at that time, you know, it was 
big news that that uh, Bruce and Adrian oh. were both coming back. So do you remember any kind of a buildup to it, knowing, oh my gosh, I can't believe they're back and they're putting a new album out or what? Just a little bit from like, you know, uh, my uncle had some, mag- you know, guitar magazines and rock magazines. So just yeah. a little bit from that. But, you know, in 2000, the internet wasn't really booming. I didn't even have a computer in- sure. until I think 2002 in my house. So um, not as much as like, say, Jitsu, the, the oh yeah and yeah. even that was kind of a that snuck up on us a little bit but that one definitely snuck no, up on us yeah yeah i mean but everything was basically bruce's back adrian's back it's it's uh, we got the band back together yannick is staying it's it's exciting oh yeah i mean yeah. I, tell you, I was i was thrilled because you know as we've said I've, t- I've told you a few times i am not a fan of blaze at all um mm-hmm. i have gone back and listened to some of his his um those albums you know multiple times and i just I, I really I can't get past his voice. Yeah, it, it, it kills me. No, I still have to go and listen to his solo stuff um, to see if maybe I like that a little bit better. But uh, yeah, I was super. I was really excited because you know I was saying I I I knew that. Well, let's get to that part. But yeah, but Brave New World. Uh, I was super excited, and you know it obviously didn't disappoint. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I think that's the biggest thing with Blaze is he's so different from Bruce and mm-hmm. and I've talked to a lot of people that say that's the you know and, and I think it's so cool that Steve went out and got somebody that was completely different because it's such a in a way it's kind of a Steve thing to do he's like I'll do what I want to do this is my band mm-hmm. and I love that about yeah. him that's helped me define who I am a little bit my personality and let me ask you this because and and forgive me for, for I have to say this but you know, I have a lot of conversations with a lot of people, so we may have had this conversation before. Uh, you know, it, yeah. I guess maybe I should say it like this. I feel like I've been here before. I feel like I've said this before, <laughs> but um, I was talking to some. Yeah, I was talking to somebody lately. It might have been you, but we were. It might have been Matt too. I can't remember. But we were saying, let's just pr- go back in time and pretend that instead of Blaze Bailey, uh, Steve Harris gets somebody like Judas Priest did that sounded a lot like Bruce Dickinson. I still think that no matter what that guy would have done, because look at the, look at the, if, I don't know how big of a priest fan you are, but look at the reception that Ripper Owens Huge. gets. He still gets a lot of flack yeah. and he, I mean, he's not Rob Halford. Nobody is, but he has a oh. great voice, you know, similar to Halford. Mm-hmm. I don't think it would have mattered who they got. What do you think? I agree. I agree. It doesn't matter. I absolutely agree. It doesn't matter who you got. Once Bruce joined the band, it's. It, I know it, it is Steve's band, and he writes so much of it. And without mm-hmm. Steve, there is no Iron Maiden. But really, without Bruce, it's almost like there's no Iron Maiden. Obviously, I love the first two albums with mm-hmm. Piano. His voice was perfect for those. There's a couple of really good Blaze tunes. Mm-hmm. Um, but to me, Iron Maiden isn't really Iron Maiden without Bruce. So you're right. I. It doesn't matter who joined for those two albums, they would have gotten a lot of flack. The albums probably would have done bad regardless. Yeah. I mean, it's, there was a lot going on back then too. You know, you think those two albums yeah. with blaze were the first two albums that didn't have Martin Birch, you know, mm-hmm. you don't have Adrian Smith, you know, well, you don't have, obviously yep. you don't have Bruce, you know, music was, you know, in the thrust of, 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 uh, you know, the change that, Nirv- yeah, all that. <laughs> yeah. And, and so it, and you know Steve Harris was going through a divorce, uh, so his yeah. personal life was you know upside down, and so there was a lot going on that you know they yeah. that affected how those albums were. Re- and plus, 
the two albums that preceded that, No Prayer and yeah. Fear of the Dark, were if they would have stayed Not on the trajectory really. of Seventh Son, which is what Adrian yeah. wanted, it who knows what would have been like, you know? <laughs> Yeah, and Bruce. Bruce wanted it too, which is part of why he left. I think. Yeah, yeah. Well, and then Bruce started singing differently before No Prayer, you know, with a Tattooed yep. Millionaire, which we yep. won't go into that, I guess. But uh, so, okay, let's see. I'm trying to think here. Because we got on, to the solo album. We're talking about Blaze and Dance. So, okay, so you got Brave New World and. Did you get it? No, okay. At this point, I'm trying to think. You're you're probably what 13 years old around this time, 12 or 13 years old. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you're, to me, you're almost at a peak time for mm-hmm. really developing the stuff, your thoughts and stuff about music and everything, and and what you what really sticks with you. So. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's when I started to venture off from some some different things. I kept the core stuff I like, you know. Yeah, but, um, that's when I started. Basically, I just started to hit Europe. <laughs> yeah, everything, uh, any type of folk metal, symphonic metal, just everything in in Europe is what I started to listen to a lot more. Okay, okay. around that. Now, here's you know, some lots more progressive stuff. Okay, so w- what would you say out of the progressive type of stuff? What bands would you say like if you? What would be a couple of your favorite bands in that in that kind of when you went off in that direction? Uh, Dream Theater. Well, I was a big Dream Theater fan. Okay, uh, then too. Um, Camelot was pretty good, stuff like that. So a lot more, you know, symphonic metal where gotcha. it has a lot more instruments involved. And then folk instruments were, you know, included in a lot of bands, uh, in Europe and especially in Scandinavia. So it, that fits right in with Brave New World though, I think with the multiple guitar players, you know, three, sure. four guitar players at a time, just the, the sound is just so full. Yeah. There's so much going. It definitely is. It definitely is. So it's interesting to me because at this age you're you're in like junior high middle school which for people that are not from the states you know he's 13 years old which i would say 7th grade 8th grade um yeah and maiden was not the young upcoming band that was uh breaking the charts breaking the you know world like they were back with when i was that age so yeah a couple of different questions here so you're going to school, junior high school, middle school. Are you wearing Iron Maiden shirts? You wearing bands like that shirts to school at that point, or what? No, I didn't have a lot of band shirts. Uh, there was really only one place that we could go to that had mm-hmm. band shirts, so I, I did have a few. I did have a couple Iron Maiden shirts, mm-hmm. um, and then that was about it. Uh, not a lot of of band shirts, but I yeah, I listened to them all the time. Okay, uh, that was about when the new metal scene came out. So Godsmack, Disturbed, oh, okay, down, yeah. that kind of stuff. And, and I listened to it. I liked it a lot too. Yeah. Uh, seen some of them a bunch of times in concert, but yeah, which is, it was never my favorite, but I, I, I you know, so I kind of, I had a, Oh, are you there? Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought it dropped out for a second. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> So what about, cause I know even when Maiden was big, I knew people that liked Iron Maiden, like say in junior high school, but not loved. Iron. That's obviously how I got into Iron Maiden. Cause I, uh, earned a cassette off of some, I earned a live after death cassette from someone who liked Iron Maiden, but not enough to, uh, 
he didn't like him enough to do his own uh, research paper. <laughs> he he, yeah. he paid he paid me live after death to do his paper or whatever it was. And uh, so, did you have any friends that were around your age at all that were into this music at all? No, nope, none whatsoever. It was it was my uncle, you know, and my dad liked him okay, and I got my brother to listen to him a little bit. He wasn't really a big fan. But but he liked him good and you know well enough. Um, yeah, yeah. But no, it was me and me and my uncle basically. That was it. That's cool. So was your uncle? Did your uncle live around where you lived? I guess he must have. Yeah, yeah. About you know, twenty thirty miles away. Not not too far. A half hour drive. That's cool, man. That's really to me. That's Plus really cool. Weekends. Yeah, because because oh, me yeah. having um my daughter, she's generally my concert buddy, because I just even. Even having my own little podcast here, I don't know anyone around here that still likes Iron Maiden enough to say, hey, let's go see an Iron Maiden cover band or just to go to concerts in general. Yeah. You know, people get older and they just, it's not as important anymore for a lot of them. And I'm like, well, that's the difference to me between someone who likes music and someone who just is insane over music. Like, I feel like I, you know, I, and there's people that are more yeah. insane than I am too. So. <laughs> but that's, that's really cool that at least you had your uncle for that. You know, that, yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. So which blade, which songs from the blaze era do you like? Cause you said you don't really like his voice, but you, uh, you said, so so it's, it's funny. There was, um, so like I said, I was born in 88. So, you know, you five, six, seven years old, you start to kind of understand things. And at, you know, that point, you know, Bruce was already gone. So I knew, that Bruce was out of the band. Yeah. Was Blaze, but I had all the Bruce solo albums. Okay. Um, so I actually, my uncle knew who Blaze was obviously from uh, some of his solo stuff. Okay. And his, uh, what was his, what was his first uh, Blaze previous Wolf, band? Wolfsbane. 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 Yeah. yeah. So he already knew him. He didn't like him. So he didn't buy those two CDs. So I, I didn't have them. But okay. He had Ed Hunter, that uh, greatest hits. Okay. And, and it had Klansman, Future Real, and Man on the Edge. And, you know, I played the heck out of those along with the rest of the album. And, and it, those, those are the three that I like. They're, I think they're fantastic songs, even with blaze singing. Did, um, did that, now, I, go ahead. I was going to ask you this cause I don't, I don't have any maiden greatest hit stuff. Is that the one that has virus on it as well? No, no, those are the only three. Okay. And it's, okay. it had, it came with like, like the CD ROM or something. So there was like this weird Iron Maiden game. Oh, game okay. 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 Yeah. He, he didn't have that, but I, I, I can tell you that uh, that they, there was a tour for that greatest hits because uh, that was when Bruce came back, back, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. Okay. Came yeah. back, but okay. the greatest hits song, uh, the the greatest hits had the original song, so it had Blaze singing those three. Okay. But, okay. So yeah. I've been a big fan of those three songs for a while. So it's nice to hear Bruce do them live on like Rocket Rio and stuff. Yeah. So so it might be. I think it, it sounds like you could still be open to, to maybe liking some other stuff at some point if you tried. So, but yeah, I would say for sure his solo stuff, his first album that came out Silicon Messiah. That is an incredible, I, I, the first time I heard it, which sadly wasn't until last year I heard it and I, I could not believe it, it. I, I, I hold to this. It blows away both of the albums he was on with Maiden. I mean, it yeah, is, I'm it's not surprised. It's progressive. It's kind of like progressive metal, I think, is the way I would describe it. It's good. It's heavy. You know, dual guitars. He writes great harmonies. Oh, man. He's, he's a good songwriter. He It's obvious that he learned a lot from Steve. So 
Yeah, of course. And he put it to you. He put it to good use. And and it's yeah. it's always cool when, if you if, listen to an interview where he where he talks about it, what he learned from Steve. It's really neat. So yeah. So um, when did you see Iron Maiden live for the first time? Uh, that was the Book of Souls tour. So that was I think 2016. Okay. And yeah, February 2016, I think. Okay. So did you see? Because there's a, they, they switched out on that tour. They switched out Tears of a Clown for The Great Unknown. So do you remember which one of those two you heard? Yeah, The Great Unknown. Okay, cool, cool. Would you have preferred the other song? No, I hate Tears of a Clown, actually. <laughs> it's sad. You know, you know, it probably spoiled it for me. Somebody told me that it was uh, written about Robin Williams. And I don't know if that's true or not. That's what I've heard as well. Confirm that. But that's sad and depressing because I... You know, yeah. grew up with Robin Williams, and yeah, I don't know. I just don't really like his ballads usually. Um, yeah, and so I was happy to hear "Great Unknown." I think that's a cool song. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the intro. It's got a really cool, you know, intro. So yeah, I think uh, you know, there's been some talk about that. I don't, and I'm trying to remember because you, there's a couple of guys, you and Joe, both have pretty. You're kind of both got some controversial opinions that. I don't always agree with, and my opinions are usually controversial. So, so, which is, you know, it's good chat. So, but a lot of people have told them opinionated. Yeah. 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 A lot of people have uh, been saying about um, darkest hour from the new album that they think that's the weakest track because it's the ballady song. So, yeah. And I, I agree. It's, well, you know, I like to do rankings and uh, everything on that album is either a four or five. And I've got that as a two. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. You're the guy who ranked uh, A Matter of Life and Death kind of low. Bye. <laughs> yeah, I raised it. Yeah, I raised it. Come on. Yeah, I yeah. went back and raised it a little bit. I, yeah. yeah. Your taste changed over time. I try not to have it affect too much, but yeah. you know, your tastes do change a little bit here and there. And uh, there's definitely a couple of really good songs on that album as well. But, <sighs> yeah, that's my favorite. Yeah, then. no, Darkest Hour. Darkest Hour, no. I, I just... Yeah, that's the one I wound up. I, you know, I, I've probably heard it twenty, thirty times. Yeah, so I, I've given it a, a fair shake, but uh, I skip it every now and then when I see it. I like I, I like Darkest Hour, and um, but in context of where I would rank it on the album, it wouldn't mm-hmm. be it wouldn't be at the top. That's for sure. Yeah, I don't. And, I, but and don't I, get me wrong, uh, a bad Iron Maiden song is still better than pretty much everything else. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so you see the book of soul show and you went to that with your dad and your uncle, correct? Yeah. Now was, was your uncle going and seeing your uncle and dad, were they going and seeing shows all these years or no? Yeah. Yeah. They would go. I mean, they did a lot more back in the day in the you know seventies, eighties, nineties, you know, before I could go to shows, sure. I didn't start going to concerts until like Oh four. Um, but, uh, yeah, they were going to, when, when I started going to concerts, they were the ones taking me. Okay. What was the first show you ever saw? Queens of the Stone Age. Queens it of the Stone Age. It was an MTV taping. Oh, cool. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah, it was fun. Now, let's see here. What, well, what did you think of the show? You go see Iron Maiden. That was your first real... You'd probably seen DVDs of Iron Maiden or, or VHS or whatever, of you know, recordings. But what did you think? Yeah. What, what was What was your highlight of the show? Oh, just absolutely blown away. I, I The sound was amazing. Everything was amazing. It you thought you were in studio, but just with the live atmosphere. Yeah, you know, everybody's singing along. Um, 
basically the same things you hear on some of the live albums where the crowd is singing along. That was my favorite. Yeah. You got to be a part of that when yeah. you were there. Yeah. That show was fantastic. Now it, it wouldn't have been the perfect set list, you know, they, they sure. played a lot off of Book of Souls, which I like the album, but mm-hmm. you know, I being a longtime fan and that was the first time I ever saw them. Sure. You know, I would have liked a better set list, but it really didn't matter. It yeah. was, it was awesome regardless. Which, which of the first two albums do you prefer between, uh, Iron Maiden and Killers. Iron Maiden. Iron Maiden. Okay. What is yeah, the What's your favorite song close. off that album? Ooh, now that's a tough question. Um, it's either I got a couple of five out of fives on that, but I would say either probably Phantom of the Opera. Phantom. Prowler's yeah. Prowler be close second, but yeah, Phantom. Phantom's awesome. Do you like the version of Prowler that um, Bruce sings on? Yeah, yeah, it's pretty good. Okay. Pretty good. Yeah, you just can't really do much wrong. <laughs> yeah. I I actually I don't know if I prefer it, but I think I do because that's the first I heard Bruce's version of Prowler before I heard the first album, so. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Unless unless they ever did, which I know they never will and they probably shouldn't, but if they ever re-recorded the first two with Bruce, I'd be really interested to hear how those sound. Um, but that's probably not a good idea. I wish I wish they would have done that in the 80s. When they were doing, especially yeah. when they did those two songs, you know, Prowler and Charlotte, they should have, that would have been cool if they would have done that, you know, but yeah, I got, I got to assume Deano's got some say, right? I know Steve pretty much owns everything. No, Deano doesn't have any say he, they bought him out. They bought him out of his uh, rights to it when he left the band. But did, uh, hasn't he played a couple of maiden tunes when he was with Brian Mantis? Oh, he can he can play the songs like, still. He can still play the songs. He just okay. he just doesn't get any money off them or have any real say in what they do or don't okay. do with them. So, at least that's what I think I've heard Diano say. This is this is when I would okay. if I was on Twitter I would say, "Isn't this right, Luis?" <laughs> yeah. Um. So, from Number of the Beast through, let's see here, of the first era of well. Yeah, let's just do that. The classic era, Number of the Beast through Seventh Son. Which of those albums is your favorite? Seventh Son. What's your favorite Man, song from Seventh Son? Uh, I can't, I can't, I can't help you there. It's, it's the whole, the whole album okay. is, is amazing. I'll ask it in a different way. If, okay. If you had time right now to listen to one song only from that album, what would you pick right now? Right this second, uh, and it's a funny reason why. Is I'd say Seventh Son. Off that album, and the funny reason, my, my infant seems to like it. Okay, <laughs> there you go. Yeah, she likes. She likes. Now my wife will argue with this, and and I'm going to make her listen to this podcast later. So there you go. Get a kick out of that. But either Seven Sun or Rhyme of the Ancient Mariner. Uh, she stops crying when I play those. Now ah. she, my wife claims that if any music would make her her stop crying, which she could be right, but I'm going to hold on to the fact that my my little one's a, a maiden fan as well. You have to, yeah. You have to put a little bit of uh, hope for that, you know. So, yeah, yeah, my five-year-old loves them. So, you know, the new ones love them too. <laughs> Your wife's going to be like, "Look, I listen to you talk enough. I don't want to have to listen to you talk more." So, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, no prayer or fear of the dark. Which of those two do you? Uh, like? No prayer. I think no prayer is actually kind of underrated. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's obviously not the greatest. I have it as nine out of seventeen, and fear of the dark's all the way down to fourteen. I I. I <laughs> Fear of the Dark has three incredible songs that, you know, 
like I've said before, I've got like 40 songs in my top 10. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, be quick or be dead. Afraid to suit strangers and fear of the dark are some of his, the best Iron Maiden songs. The rest of that album is just kind of blah. What about Judas be my God? That's okay. Oh know? God. That's my favorite song. song. That's my favorite song from the whole album. <laughs> Really? I mean, it's a decent song. Weekend Warrior's good. Uh, a Fugitive's pretty good. Computer Eternity, but they're about average, you know, in, mm. in as far as... Because when I do the rankings, I, I compare to all Iron Maiden. I just do an Iron Maiden. Sure, you know, sure. And, the fact yeah, that you can a, do a ranking is, is, is above me. I can't... I just... I can rank them a little bit, but then I go, oh, wait. Hey, man, I love... This is my favorite album. Yeah, you know what? Power Slave is my favorite album too, though. <laughs> you know, it's, it's like I have multiple number one favorite Iron Maiden albums, but I it, yeah, exactly. It's it's difficult. I, I did it as more of an exercise for fun, you know, because I like to. Oh yeah. Probably, yeah. you know, three or four times a year, I'll listen to Iron Maiden exclusively for like a month or two. Yeah, yeah. So so basically, half the year I'm listening to just Iron Maiden. Then then the rest of the year, you know, I jump all over the place. Sure. But um. I'm in one of those phases right now, so that's all I'm listening to. So, so sometimes I'll go back through my rankings and uh, oh, yeah. I'll make sure that you know I've got everything up to date. And yeah, that's funny. Uh, that's it's funny. fun. I lo- I like ranking them. It's you, I can't I can't pick favorites for the most part, but I can at least rank the albums. So there's that. Oh yeah. See, I think on Fear of the Dark, I think there's at least three songs that would be the worst song if they were on any other Iron Maiden album. You got. And I know this is this might be controversial because I think some people like this. From here to eternity, I think is terrible. Um, yeah, weekend warrior is pretty bad, and um, the apparition that Ooh, yeah, I think the apparition could be their absolute worst song because it's just so bad. It's just at least from here to eternity has a, a chorus. Yeah, you know, some he got they got really kind of commercially on that album. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah, it's just, it's just a weird, it's, it's, it's actually tied for my, for my least favorite of the Bruce albums. Um, and the only reason I kind of have it as the second least is because it has three songs that I absolutely love. Okay. Well, what's it tied with? uh, I don't think I should tell you. (laughs) It better not be a matter of life and death. No, it's a final frontier. Okay. I mean, I look, had I was conversation before. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We have had this now. I, I, like I said, I, I, I talked to so many people and I hate, I hate to sound like I don't remember conversations. I definitely remember this now that you're saying it. Cause yeah. I love the final frontier and I would rank it way, way, way above fear, uh, the, uh, fear of the dark, obviously. Yeah. But, but I mean, yeah. I, you know, we all have, we all like it. And I've got a friend that, that loves final frontier, but he can't stand a matter of life and death. And I'm just like, I don't get it. That's that's odd. Yeah. But, but you know what? Style is similar. I like them all. I mean, I like, I like every album. Just there's something on every album. album Bad Iron Maiden album is bad compared to the other album. It's not a bad album. Right, right. Well, Fear of the Dark's pretty bad. (laughs) That's true. That is pretty commercially. Yeah. But even, even saying that, uh, I did a review of, of uh, Fear of the Dark and, and it gave me a little more appreciation because I used to really not like um, the Fugitive. Um, mm, yeah, I used to really not like. Um, there kind was of a fun song. Yeah, it's not as bad. There's I, I get when I really just broke them down, and then it's funny because even as bad as some of those songs are on that album, like say the Apparition or Weekend Warrior, 
they both have really good guitar solos in them. So you're like, oh, I can I can at least like this. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, yeah. Sometimes a solo can save a song. Yeah, yeah. So I know you, you you mentioned you're not a big fan of the Blaze, so I won't even ask you about those. But what out before Senjutsu came out? I don't I don't know where you ranked that one yet, but but of the seven. Seven? Seven. Yeah, that No 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 no. I, I mean I mean where do you I don't know where you rank it in as far as putting them the albums in order. Like if you would say, Well, this one's first, this one's second, this one's third. So where what's that's, your favorite? That's number se- that's uh yeah, that's number seven. And and what did you tell me before? Because I know you've told me this, but I know there's a lot of people that haven't they're not they're not privy to our our uh, DM conversation. What 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 did you tell me was your favorite Iron Maiden song of all time? The Trooper. The Trooper, okay, and that and that's for good. That's that's for good reasoning. It sounds like first one you remember hearing. Yeah. Uh, yep. What's your favorite of the of the current albums? The the two thousand and up. That's if I go by my rankings, I'd say Brave New World. But if you wanted to put a gun to my head and told me you know it's supposed to be Dance of Death, I would you know, I go back and forth between those two. Well, I mean, it's it's they're, it, they're it changes so day good. to day. Yeah. It does. It does. It, it's decimal points. It's. It's. They're both so good. Uh, I went. I can't. I. I, I went and saw this one long album. <laughs> yeah, I went and saw this Maiden cover band um, a couple nights ago, and um, first time I've seen any Maiden played live. Well, I saw the I, the last time I saw Maiden played live was the Iron Maidens in February of 2020, and oh. and I'm standing there and I, and I I'm, I don't go to shows and and. I know some people go, oh yeah, I talk to everybody and make friends with everybody. And I'm just looking around at, at all the people wearing Iron Maiden shirts and stuff. And it's just, it's cool to me. I'm just looking, but, but I'm not, it's not like I'm going to go walk around and go, Hey man, I got a podcast. Hey, yeah. you're, you know, I'm, I'm just, I just go and I just kind of keep to myself. And they started playing and this guy next to me while they're playing just is like, he's like, oh man, this is, this is my favorite Iron Maiden song or something. And he, and I'm like, oh, that's cool, man. And he goes, what's yours? And I'm like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> Cause I said something about, I think I had made a comment that I said, I hope they play some new stuff. And he kind of made a face like, like, wow. he, like I'm a classic era fan face, which is yeah. fine. Which is fine. I mean, if you love some iron maiden, you love some iron maiden. If you don't love it all, you don't love it all. It is what it is. But when I said that, and then he said, well, what's your favorite? And I was thinking, Oh crap. One song. I don't, I don't even know. I said, dude, there's just too many. I can't even, the last person I did a story with, I asked him what his favorite song was, and and, and he's a he's a podcaster as well. He has his own podcast, and, and and he goes, "Well, what's yours?" And I went, "Hey, I'm the one asking questions here." <laughs> yeah, I was like, "I don't, I don't think you have to have one." <laughs> yeah, so I was like, "I don't really know, man." It's a uh, and I ended up picking something off something that you probably rank like a two off of a matter of life and death. So I picked the leg I picked the legacy at that moment. So no, that's a that's a five. That's a five. Oh, well, what about, uh, yeah. I think I picked two, the first one. I, and then I, I changed it after I said, at first I said, uh, Benjamin Brieg, and then I said the legacy. So yeah, Benjamin Brieg, I got as a, is a, is a three. It's, it's kind of middle of the road for me mm. um, off that album. Mm. I, I love different world Pil- pilgrim, Lord of light legacy. Those are the, the ones that really brighter than a thousand suns. Have you ever heard that one now? Oh my yeah. God. Maybe you ought to go listen to that yeah, album. I, I don't think you've ever heard it. <laughs> Boring. Yeah. Oh my God. Boring. Oh my God. Wow. Wow. In wow. To others, yeah. oh, 
Dude. Yeah, I know. I know. We have some. We have some different tastes. That's for sure. Brighter than a thousand suns is an incredible. It's incredible. Oh my god. I think brighter than a thousand suns is track number three, and it's the best track number three from any of their albums from the two thousands. <laughs> to me, and you know, you got uh, Mother no. of Mercy, you got uh, Brave New World, you got New World. Uh, what's no track? More lies. No more lies. Oh, it's it blows away. No more lies. Or and I love mother. I like Mother of Mercy better than No More Lies. But uh, I did an episode. I I did a number three song episode where we ranked all the number three songs from the from the classic era oh. and then from the modern era. That's fun. Yeah, that That's was fun. fun. That was an interesting episode, and it was funny though because I recorded with about five or six people, and my my order of songs changed almost every time I talked to somebody different. Because you start thinking about it, you go, oh, wait, I kind of like this. I've been listening to these more now. I like this one more now. So, um, Yeah, number, number, that's funny. Pick a random uh, number. And, and, uh, it was kind of weird how I did that. It was almost like making a – because I'm not a – I know we chat with Dave, and Dave's a playlist guy. And for that, I did a yeah. playlist. I made a playlist of, you know, it was um, it was Prisoner, Fly to Icarus, uh, Lost for Words. Is that – no, no, Two Missed to Midnight. Um uh, yep. Can I play with madness no, and see of madness? Is, Do what? It is. It is lost for words. Number three is lost for words. Hey, oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. I was yeah. thinking. Okay, yeah. So I had all of those, and then I and I had I made like a little playlist of those five, and then the other five from those more recent five albums, and and it was interesting. You know, I don't do the playlist, but but I did it for that because I was trying to go. Okay, I got to put these in order. So so I'm sure Dave will smile when he hears this. <laughs> But um, I do some playlists occasionally, but yeah, I, I, I'm I'm more like yeah, just I'm, listen to the album. Yeah, I, that's what I like too. I'm an album guy. So, um, what was your um, feeling leading up to the whole? There was a point where we didn't know anything was happening with Iron Maiden, and then Bruce did his little interview that got controversy because he made some comments about some political stuff. But in the interview, he was wearing the Belshazzar's feast shirt. That was the first real mm-hmm. sighting that was noticed. Yeah. And then there was a, that from that time until the middle of um, August. No, it was July. Yeah. Wasn't it? The middle of July when we July, got the, yeah. uh, we, it was about 20 days of this buildup. Oh my gosh, what's going on? How did you feel while that was going on? What were your thoughts about what was going to happen? Oh, I was really excited. I knew it was a new album. I mean, you just, you kind of had to know. You just had that feeling that it's been a while. Yeah. You know, um, I know, you know, COVID hit, you know, you've been kind of locked up away, but you had to feel like they, they were working and yeah, they're just, they, they love it. They love it. People ask me, well, how, how many albums do you think they're going to make? Are they going to keep going? Yeah. They're going to go until they drop, but this is what they love to do. So when mm. I saw that, I'm like, they're teasing a new album. Okay. Um, and so, so what's funny is when it when it finally dropped, I thought it was just going to be an announcement. I didn't think they were going to have a full fledged music video. Yeah, yeah, same here. So I was blown away. Yeah, I didn't I didn't know what was. Com- I mean, you figured it was an album, but I was kind of curious as to what was going to happen. I just thought they were going to come on and make an announcement. Yeah. They were going to say, "Here's you know." Fine too. Yeah, and well, I didn't want to hear the song at that point. I was like, as soon as it started playing, I'm like, "Oh crap!" Now I have to wait and hear the song because they might say they're going to say something afterwards. And yeah. I wanted to hold off on hearing anything until I could hear it all at once. So, uh, but uh, oh, you made, you said something in there that made me think. Uh, now I lost my train of thought. So, 
And uh, so, how did you purchase the new album? What was your? Uh, did... I I didn't. I just I just listened to it on Spotify. Uh. I um, I used to buy everything, and had and then just became too much stuff to carry around. Every time you move, you've got all this this stuff, and I don't know. I just kind of got tired of it and went to the okay. digital age. I used to fill up, you know, I'd buy all the CDs and I'd fill yeah. up my iPod, yeah, like everyone did, and. Uh, I don't know. It just started to get annoying. The iPods would break. I'd run out of space because I mean I had everything. Yeah. Would, you know, download music, you know, from overseas occasionally and stuff. So I had just so much, and I kind of got annoyed with it after a while. And okay. Spotify came out, and I'm like, you know what? That's it. So it's funny. Senjutsu is actually the first Iron Maiden album that I haven't owned. Wow, it man. Feels kinda, it feels kind of. It feels weird. It yeah. Feels, feels dirty. Yeah, it, wrong, it sounds dirty. You know what? I figured, <laughs> I figured they do get they do get a little bit of money from it. So you know, from Spotify, not much. I know, but yeah, not much. Um, I've definitely given them the the amount of listens that yeah. they need. Yeah, listen, so. yeah, I'm um, definitely I'm not a Spotify person. I have it for uh-huh. you know occasionally whenever something is not available anywhere. Like if you're going to listen to Joe Rogan, you got to have it on Spotify. Yeah. But um, uh-huh. yeah, I. Man, I've purchased it. Gosh, every which way at this point. I've I bought an original CD from uh, I bought one from Amazon. I bought it on Apple because the CD wasn't going to get here quick enough. <laughs> so <laughs> then I bought. Then I went to the release day. I had listened to it on Apple. I went to Target and I bought one of the uh, lenticular cover things because I was like, I'm going to go and buy wow. the new Iron Maiden so- album in a store. Like I'm going to yep. walk up and pay for it in a store. You know, I couldn't even. <laughs> tell you the last time i've done that probably uh, yeah. fear of the dark you know um wow yeah because i mean book of souls i had from amazon or whatever and mm-hmm. so i did that and then one day i went to a walmart because someone had posted something to me on twitter they said hey i went to walmart and i found the vinyl of senjutsu and i was like okay and so me and my wife were out one day and i was like had to go to walmart and i was like I'm going to wander back here to the um, music section. And I mean, I walked back there and bam, it was just sitting right there in front of me. I was like, okay, I don't care. I'm buying it. I I, I probably haven't even, I haven't even unwrapped it. It's still in the wrapper. It's the red vinyl. I don't even, I have a cheap, cheap little record player that I don't hardly listen to anything on. Plus they had the book versions. (laughs) So I bought that too. I'm just like, and, and I know if I die, Goodwill is going to get a big collection of, uh, you know, stuff like that. Cause my kids are, probably won't care long enough. And if they, if they care about it, eventually their kids aren't going to care about it. So, but it is what it is. It's just life and all yeah. that. So, um, yeah. wow, that's, that's pretty wild though, that you didn't buy it. That sounds, that, that does sound yeah. dirty. You say that. <laughs> it does. I feel bad. I feel bad, but, but then I don't, because like I said, I've, I've listened to it. I don't know, 60 times maybe mm-hmm. by, by now. Wow. Wow. Um, Do you per- shuffling the whole, you know, their whole collection the last couple of weeks, but I, I, yeah, I Ooh. gave, I gave it at least 50, 60 lessons. I know you, you don't like to shuffle collections. You like to do one album at a time. Yeah. Shuffling is I, like, um, is like a playlist because then, you know, the, the production on one album, like the production on peace of mind is totally different than the production on matter life and death. And if those two songs play in order, you're adjusting volume. And like, if you're listening to it on a stereo with an equalizer, you're adjusting the bass and everything to make, you know, make up for this or that. So yeah, they do a good job on Spotify with that, and it's got one of those adjustable equalizers that helps. Okay. So I don't really notice too much difference. I might just not have an ear for that kind of thing. Yeah, I don't, don't have the greatest ear for it, but or, yeah. But maybe it's because but, 
I mean, because every album does sound a little bit different. So, I mean, it's just like comparing listening to the, like if a song from Iron Maiden comes on and then a song from Killers comes on. So, mm-hmm. you know, there's definitely a difference in production on those two albums. So, Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. It, it definitely sounds different. Um, but I just, you know, I love Maiden. I, I was yeah. Oh, yeah. Bounce around because it's just fun. But uh, I, I do see the merit of one album at a time, too. Yeah. Well, what about this? Um, when Book of Souls came out, I, I mean, I remember the first time I sat down and I listened to it and all that. And then I remember the first time I sat down and listened to Senjutsu. Did, did either, which of those albums like grabbed you the quickest? Uh, Senjutsu. Okay. Uh, the yeah, that, sound of the drums. That's, yeah. that's such a great line. Uh, just, uh, I mean, it's incredible. Come on, beat the, uh, beat the I, warning right I now. Like, beat the warning. I want to hear yeah, about it. Yeah, as lo- as much as I, I loved uh, Book of Souls, just the way the drums kick in, yeah, Bruce's vocals kind of sweep in, and I mean, he sounds amazing. He that, does, especially on that song. Yeah, he just it's just echo. They did a lot of that echoey type stuff, and I, I really really liked it. Um, and it, I mean, it was it was perfect scenario for me. I was lucky enough to be, you know, get my daughter off to school, and then I had a little bit of time where I went into a dark room, put my headphones on mm. and listened to that whole album yeah. start to finish two or three times Ooh. before I you know, started my day. That's cool. Incredible. Incredible. Because you had, a, um, you just had a, a new child, but when was, I'm trying to remember this. Cause I know you've sent it to me in a message, but was the album out before your baby was born? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. About a month. Oh, okay. 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 Yeah. Okay. So, so there you go. Time. So it wasn't like you were you were uh, sleep deprived and waking up in the morning to take your daughter your other daughter to school. <laughs> no, not yet, not yet. That would that would come soon. But uh, yeah, well, I got I had time to really give it. A, that's why I said I've, I've heard it probably fifty times. But I just had it on repeat. Yeah, that's cool. And you also you also attended one other Iron Maiden show in your life, correct? Yes. No, which which show did was that? That was. July of 19, I went with uh, a couple of buddies of mine. Uh, okay. Really the only other two people I, I talk about Iron Maiden with. And uh-huh. uh, we went and saw them. Same place that we saw in uh, the Book of Souls. Okay. Uh, down, in, down in Miami. Um, and it was the Legacy of the Beast. So okay. I mean, we couldn't ask for a better concert. So, yeah, that was. The, the, I mean, you, you've been to it as well. Yeah. Um, and it just the set list was amazing. The set was amazing. Bruce, did you and then I, you know, oh, just it was incredible. Did you go in knowing the set list or did you go in blind? So I did not know the set list. That's the way to do um, it. Um, but I knew of the set, I knew it was going to be the best of the best. Well, sure, kind of sure, yeah, but, but I had no clue. I didn't, I didn't want to look up the set list. I never, I try not to look up the set list ahead of time. I, yeah. I like to be surprised. Oh, yeah, yeah. What was the biggest surprise that you heard that night? Biggest surprise. Uh, Sign of the Cross. Yeah. He played Sign of the Cross. I was not expecting anything off of plays except for Klansmen. Yeah. Um, which I absolutely love. I wasn't expecting that either. I, I just thought, yeah, it was on, it was on uh, Rock and Rio, you know. It, yeah. They, which is, that's my favorite live album of all time. Yeah. Um, I prefer that as well, too. Unfortunately, yeah. I, I have people that get upset when I say I prefer it to Live After Death, but, and. Live and, After Death is good. It's just, 
I don't know something about Rock and Rio. I, maybe it's maybe it's Rio because I've heard that other bands that go down there, their their uh, the Rio show is the best. Well, I the crowd, the crowd is, is the crowd it. noise is better. The yeah Bruce sounds better. Yeah, the song. So I mean, don't get me wrong. The yeah. song the song selection on Liar After Death is is freaking awesome. Oh yeah, but Bruce just sounds better, and yeah, and I guess and I part. Tell you what? Go ahead. I, I uh, yeah, sorry. I, I um, aside from Afraid to Shoot Strangers, a real live one, real dead one. Mm -hmm. I only listen to that song on that. I won't even listen to the studio anymore. Same thing for Fear of the Dark. I only listen to the rock and reel version now. Okay. I don't even bother the studio. The studio um, version is fantastic. I love it. I just the real. The live the live song is better. The live version makes incredible. makes the song better, sir. So. Oh my god, yeah, it's incredible. But um, so yeah, as far as surprise, sign of the cross. But he did it. It's amazing. Fantastic. Oh gosh, yeah, he, he destroyed. It. He killed it. He killed it. Bruce running around the stage, and then to to find out, he actually had a torn Achilles. Oh really? Time. He was recovering. He was recovering. He tore his Achilles in February. Oh wow, twenty nineteen. They just wrapped up recording Senjutsu, okay. actually. And then they went on their, they took like two months off. He's kind of recovering from the Achilles a little bit. And yeah. then they took the, they went on their Legacy of the Beast store. I saw him in July. I think you saw him two months later. Yeah, I saw him in August. Um, no, wait, September. A, yeah. It was September, you're right. You, you're right. So, yeah, he's, <laughs> so he was still recovering from that torn Achilles. He said, if you learn to walk without your calf, it doesn't hurt as much. It's like, the guy was jumping all over the stage. He, had he certainly throw. was. Oh my God! Fencing with Eddie, <laughs> yeah, brilliant, brilliant. Yeah, that was. Um, I went into that show knowing a little bit. I knew that you know you knew Aces High because I had seen picture of the uh, the Spitfire. I saw where yep. they said they were going to play Flight of Icarus, and when I saw that, you know, and you kind of figure Number of the Beast and Trooper and some things like that will be in there. But as soon as I saw Flight of Icarus, and I was just like, okay, I'm getting off social media because I want to go to this show. Cause when I went to book of souls, I knew every song they were going to play and right. it was still cool to hear them, you know, but it, it, when I went to this cover band the other night, I guess this guy that was standing next to me that wanted to talk a little bit and he didn't talk too much to me, but at one point he just goes, Oh, I'm just waiting for them to play revelations. And I went, huh, okay. Okay. And um, then he, next thing I know where something happens, he pulls his phone out and he's like showing me the set list. Like he kind of holds it up and I glance and I just saw, you know, you can see a list on, and I just, Oh, I, I don't want to see that. I don't want to see that. Like, yeah. I don't know what these guys are going to play and I don't want to know. I want everything to be a surprise. And so that's part of the fun. I know the only thing he had mentioned to me before that was, he had said, Oh yeah, they're going to play. They're going to play rhyme of the ancient Mariner tonight. And I was kind of like, yeah. I'll be honest, in a way, I wasn't really thrilled. I was just like, oh, okay, I'd rather hear like two other songs than hear that. But um, but I will say, when they played it, I was so into it. And I was just like, you know, sometimes you can, like I've seen people go on and on about two minutes to midnight. And oh, two minutes to midnight sucks. The chorus is, I'm like, you go listen to two minutes to midnight. It's got an incredible riff. The The chorus, the way he sings the verses is awesome. The the the, the pre-chorus, the you know, uh, the um, the demon seed, the glamour, the fortune, the fame, and all that—that's awesome. The chorus is great. The guitar solo is great. The breakdown in the song where it gets kind of, you know, where the little soloing is going on—that's an incredible song. But I'm like, you know, you hear something so many times, and it, that's the way I felt about Rhyme. But when they played it the other night, I was just like, holy crap! Oh man, I was just like, 
Oh man, I don't, you know, even no matter how many times I might say, oh, I really wouldn't want to hear it, man. When they played it, I was so into it. It was so good. So oh, yeah, good. that's that's kind of how I felt when I saw Book of Souls. It, it was like the album was great. I loved the album. I thought because you know I wasn't as big of a fan. I love Brave New World and Dance of Death. They're, I mean, some yeah. one a couple of my favorites. And I wasn't as a fan of Matter Life and Death and Final Frontier. So when Book of Souls came out, I was really excited. Yeah, the style was a little bit different. You know, hearing Senjutsu now, you could tell that that Bruce's voice was a little bit strained in Book of Souls. Mm-hmm. The quality yeah. was not as good. Um, that was before his, his throat cancer. He did, or he didn't know he had throat cancer at the time. Yeah, yeah. When he was recording that, so you could tell now. But the the, the music, the style, the solos were great. Um, it was it was it's a good album. So, you know, as much as I didn't want to hear those songs specifically, sure, uh, they were all awesome. They were all awesome. When you saw the uh, Book of Souls show, had they taken out Hallowed yet, or did you get to hear Hallowed? Oh, I got to hear Hallowed. Mm. Yeah. See. God. That was the most disappointing thing is because it, it, well, if you heard the legacy epi- episode I did where my daughter talked about us going on a hike and I was explaining all the lyrics to Hallowed Be Thy Name. So that was the first song that, I mean, what better song to introduce anybody to Iron Maid with? I mean, that's an incredible, oh, there's, there's plenty of good ones, absolutely. but that's a great one to do it with. And so when I knew they weren't going to play Hallowed, it was very disappointing because I think it would have made a bigger, it would have made a huge impact on them. You know, my daughter, I mean, she went crazy when they played it on the legacy show. She was so excited to hear it. So, yeah, but, um, well, man, um, I think we've covered quite a bit here. Um, let me ask you uh, this. Cause, um, what other bands do you listen to besides maiden now? What are, what are the other bands that are big for you? Um, I don't know. I jump around to some, to, to different things, but you mentioned Judas Priest. I'm, I'm a huge Judas Priest fan too. Oh, cool. Um, yeah, Rush, uh, Death Row Toll. I grew up with a lot of that stuff. I, I mean, anything really in the 80s, I, I still love it. I listen to it all the time. Okay. Have you um, se- have you seen the new Judas Priest podcast? No, I haven't seen the podcast yet. I'm looking forward to that because um, I think we've talked a couple times. I love Firepower. I yes. Think. Yeah, Firepower That was awesome. amazing. I was uh, all the way through that album. One of the hosts on that show, I've been I've been messaging with them a lot, both of them, because I've done like three different priest episodes in the past, and so I'm like, hey, here's what I've done. You know, in a way, it's like just me saying I absolutely love priest too. Obviously, I have a maiden podcast, so I can't go do priest. I said, but here's what I've done, and I'm just having a blast chatting with someone else that loves priest too. <laughs> so. Yeah. But um, one of them is a huge, huge Maiden fan. He's the one that did all that accountant stuff. He's an accountant. He's the one who did all the. Oh, okay. Yeah. So. Yeah. So that was pretty cool. But yeah, it's a. Uh, I think it's. I, I, I always. Uh, the name, I think it's called Metal Gods. Po- the Metal God Podcast or something like that. So. Yeah. And they yeah. just started in the follow- last couple of weeks. Them. So. Yeah. So. Yeah. I think I'm following them. I haven't listened to it yet, though. But I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Well, uh, Justin, uh, I will say. It's first of all, it's been it's cool to chat with you here because we we've chatted quite a bit on Twitter, and it's always cool to me to because not everybody when they send me a story I've ever gotten to know them much at all, you know. Yeah. It's um it's like I get their story, I read it, and then I talk to them for the first time. But some people like you, we've chatted a lot, and 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 I you know I know that you have a lot of controversial opinions about things. I remember your you know your matter of life and death blasphemous things you've said to me over time and you know but it's but it's really yep. cool to actually have real conversation with somebody and uh and yeah, it is it is absolutely so um and i'm uh 
yeah, I'm always up for uh, Iron Maiden discussion. Absolutely. All day. Yeah, it's, man. Yeah, for sure. Awesome. Well, I appreciate awesome. your time, man. Thank you very much. Yeah, I really appreciate you having me on uh, anytime. All right, man. Cheers. Well, there you have it once again. I hope that you have enjoyed Justin's story. He is a young buck with a lot of controversial opinions. Um, opinions that uh, sometimes uh, light my fire. <laughs> but um, he is a young dude that loves Iron Maiden, so that makes it all okay. So I have, a, once again, thank you, Kirsty, for filling in on such a short notice. Pleasure. Matt, thank you for... Um, Eventually calling me back and showing up. Nice to be, nice to be, <laughs> to be nice. Yeah. Nice to be heard. <laughs> Good to be heard. Yeah. Okay. So on behalf of myself, on behalf of Justin, on behalf of Matt, and on behalf of Kirsty. From Iron Maiden, from Eddie, and from the boys. in life are bad they can really make you mad other things just make you swear and curse when you're chewing on life's gristle that grumble give a whistle and this'll help things turn out for the best and always look on the bright side of life Always look on the light side of life If life seems jolly rotten There's something you've forgotten And that's to laugh and smile and dance and sing 
When you're feeling in the dumps, don't be silly chumps. Just purse your lips and whistle, that's the thing. Hey, always look on the bright side of life. Come on. Always look on the bright side of life. For life is quite absurd, and death's the final word. You must always face the curtain with a bow. Forget about your seat, give the audience a grin. Enjoy it, it's your last chance anyhow. So always look on the bright side of death. Just before you draw your terminal breath. usually go around telling telling it about it but you know I, there's a few people that know i do it and whenever i tell people that i yeah i've got my co-hosts and they're like oh you have how many you know and i'll like yeah i've got one co-host that's you know my main co-host lives in kansas city he's from australia my other co-host is from england and lives in australia my other co-host lives in born, born and raised in new zealand and they're just like really <laughs> like all over how does an idiot like you come in and and that's the really that's the beauty of, of of having done all this is is I didn't plan on having co-hosts originally. Originally, I wanted to be uh, I don't know if you've heard, ever heard my friend Mark on. Well, the guy who did the ultimate sin with me, Mark. Yeah. Um, and me and him have we've known each other since like 1999, so we've known each other a long time, and we get along well, and we like we both like to make fun of each other and joke around a lot. So, you know, we we go to Colorado once a year now. Do what? It's a good banter. Yeah, oh yeah. And um originally when I talked when I started the podcast, my friend that was in the radio, he said, You need a you need a co host. And I was like, Well, I would like to do that, but the only person I would want to have as a co host really, 
you know, he lives in uh, Austin, Texas. So that's, that's three hours away from me. And I'm like, and at the time I didn't know how that would work. I didn't know, Oh, I would just Skype and we could both record it and just, you know, things you learn along the way, I guess. And, but as I started doing the, when I started doing the maiden stories, I mean, that was just kind of a, uh, you know, I fell over backwards into that. I did a couple of them and then I was like, Oh yeah. And if anyone else wants to do it, sure. Send it in. And you know, and they were few and far between for a little bit, but, and then I met, I remember the first time I was going to talk to James who lives in New Zealand. And I, I was thinking, man, I hope I can understand him. I don't, I, what do they talk like? What do they sound? <laughs> I have no idea. You know, I'm just an idiot. I don't have no idea. So I'm like, uh, but you know, I talked to him and it was, and I remember like I went downstairs and immediately I was like, come here, come here. You got to listen. You got to listen to this guy talk. You know, it's just, it was cool to actually have a conversation from so, with somebody else, you know, and I'm thinking just because of my stupid yeah. podcast, you know, and yeah. And then you I get to hear the how they sound when you. I mean, you can't get that through Twitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, with him, I and then I remember having a conversation with a guy, uh, Luis, uh, in Venezuela, and he's wow. I always, I always kind of. Uh, if there's ever a conversation on Face or Twitter where it's kind of a deep question, and I, I don't know a whole ton of, I don't know a ton about it all, so I always go to him because he writes book. He's written a couple of Iron Maiden books, and so anything I want to know, oh, I'm wow. like, I tag him. I'll say. Uh, I'm sure Luis would know. And then he'll always, he'll come yeah. back and he'll be like, oh yeah. And he'll, you're just like, how do you know this stuff? <laughs> but I mean, the, the whole co-host it's thing, it's really happened, you know, organically for me, um, yeah. which were, yeah. which is so cool because I, I didn't want it to be, uh, I don't know. I, I just, I, I didn't, I wasn't trying to force it. I just, it just kind of. Andrew with the stories, you know, with the, uh, um, not stories, but, uh, the somewhere back in time things, the history things. Yeah. Yeah. Those are awesome. I know. I know. And that was his idea. Cause I, I sent a message out to, I don't know who some just on, I think it was just on Twitter. And I said, if anybody has any cool ideas that for the show, something you'd like or this or that or whatever, I can't remember how I said it, but he, he sent me a message like the next day and he was like, here's an idea I have. And it was the, the, the Iron Maiden thing, the uh, somewhere back in time thing. And I was like, Oh wow. As soon as he said it, I, I mean, I, I was like, Holy crap. That's incredible. And he said, I'll do all the research. All you do is you'll be the host. And I was like, yeah. wow, man. So we did, you know, and we've done them and they're they're It's really, really, I mean, you, well, you said you like it. I like it. It's so cool to hear, yeah. you know? And yeah, you get a lot of history too. It's educational and entertaining. Uh, yeah, I know, I know, I know. So that's, and then with uh, you know, with Matt, we we talked and we just we hit it off so well, and it seemed like we had so much in common, and we're we're you know only a couple years apart in age, and I mean it's funny because because we'll be talking about things like I talked to him on the phone the other day, and I was saying the older I get, the less I want to have conversations that don't mean anything, you know, like. Mm. Yeah. You, you get older and you just, like, I don't want to sit around and listen to someone talk about uh, car engines for an hour. Cause I just, I don't right. know about them. It's not interesting to me. And it was, I was telling him about that. And I was saying, yeah, I was telling my wife this and my wife's like, you know, you're just pushing people away and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, whatever. So I told Matt that. And he goes, you know, it's funny that you said that. He goes, cause I said that like three days ago to these other people that I know that he knows. <laughs> and I was just like, that's too funny. Cause the older you get, the less you want to listen to other people's BS all the time, you know? Yeah, I was just going to say that, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I like sports to a degree, but, like, I know people that, you know, can sit there and talk 
two hours about college football. And I'm like, I just don't care. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, yeah. You let, everybody's got their interests. And, exactly. And, uh, you know? Yeah. So it's, uh, uh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. So having the show is really given me something that I honestly have never had. I said, I've never had friends that were just, or anyone to just talk to that, had as much interest in, I mean, I had friends that liked the music when I was younger, but not the way I did. So yeah, that's the, that's the good, the good of the internet. Yeah, good absolutely. Of course we've all seen, but that's the good part. Ab- oh yeah. Yeah. There's def- definitely bad too. You know, <laughs> but uh, yep. yeah, for sure. <laughs> hey, I see you. 